You're listening to Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. Each week we present a pub quiz style program with four rounds of varying themes consisting of eight questions each, in addition to a music round and bonus anagram. If you'd like, we have a PDF scoring sheet available on our website, TriviaTimePodcast.com, which you can use to answer along. Each correct answer will be worth one point unless specified otherwise. Similar to a pub quiz experience, we serve up a fun mix of trivia as well as friendly banter. Get together with your trivia team or play solo, at home, or on the go because it's trivia time. Welcome to episode 219 of Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. I'm your host, Kelly Sharon, and I'm joined by our quiz master, Ricky Lime. Hi there. How you doing, bud? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm doing great, actually. This past week, Trivia Time hit 2 million downloads, which is incredible. Accumulatively, not just in that last week, but, you know, still. Shoot for the stars, though. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, felt like a really big deal. Felt like I should do something to celebrate. But guys, I'm too busy these days. I'm feeling that holiday crunch. I get it, for real. People are also tagging us in your Spotify wrapped. We love to see that we're making the top of your podcast charts. Keep it up. Keep listening. Yeah, anything you can do to show us a little bit of love always goes appreciated, for sure. We're pretty tuned in to the feedback that we receive. We always love to see five-star reviews pop up. Speaking of, massive thanks to Disappointed Despot and BioGG, or Biog. Not sure how to pronounce that one, but thanks so much for leaving us kind reviews. Also, quite a few new patrons. Welcome aboard to Adam, Danica, Aaron, Katie, and Elizabeth. Hi, guys. Thanks so much. Thank you all. And then just two more things before we get going. We have a brand new visual roundup on our website, which means that at the end of this episode, we will be revealing the answers to our November visual round, as well as a birthday shout out. Happy birthday, Josh, from Corey. Hope you have a good one. Woohoo! Thanks so much. All right, it's time to get to our bonus anagram of the week. This will be due at the end of our program after we reveal the answers to round five, so you have plenty of time to work on it. Our bonus anagram this week is soft neon ham. S-O-F-T-N-E-O-N-H-A-M. And the question that goes with this anagram is, What famous 1964 surrealist painting by René Magritte depicts a man whose face is obscured by a green apple? Moving on to round one. Round number one goes out to patrons Lynn and Lee. They actually requested a round on the Supreme Court, and I've been very backed up in my lineup, so I'm retrofitting that idea a little bit, working it into a general knowledge round. This round goes out to them, and it is called Justice League. Can I get a witness? This general knowledge round features answers that all have a surname of a member of the Supreme Court. Thank you, Lynn and Lee. Question number one. Having co-founded the group in 1965, what British musician provided lead vocals and guitar for the influential rock band Pink Floyd? Question number two. 
What Beat Generation icon is best known for his 1954 poem, Howl? Question number three. Often resembling a labyrinth, what is the term for a network of interconnecting rabbit burrows? Question number four. What American actress took home the Best Actress Academy Award for her performance as the titular character in the 2000 biographical legal drama film, Erin Brockovich? Question number five. What Grammy-winning Irish musician released the back-to-back -back hit albums, The Lion and the Cobra, and I Do Not Want What I Haven't Got? Question number six. Born in 1967 in New York, what former professional figure skater became the first African-American to hold U.S. national titles in ladies' singles figure skating, winning the world championship in 1986 in Geneva? Question number seven. First minted in 1964 and intended as a memorial, what U.S. president appears on the 50-cent coin piece? Question number eight. What abstract impressionist artist known for his drip technique died in 1956 at the age of 44 following a single car accident while driving under the influence? We'll give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round one, Justice League. Question number one. The lead vocalist and guitarist for Pink Floyd is... Sid Barrett. Question number two. The Beat Generation icon best known for his poem, Howl, is... Allen Ginsberg. He was really influential. He was also just this little gnome of a man, but also... <laughs> Openly gay. Love it. Character that one, though, for sure. Question number three. The term for a network of interconnecting rabbit burrows is a... Warren. Would you say that Ikea is a Warren? <laughs> or Bed Bath & Beyond is a Warren? Uh, I would say Ikea is. I would describe both of them as labyrinthian. That's right. Yeah, whenever I'm shopping at either one of those places, I'm always just like, what if a natural disaster hits? I have no idea what direction to go. So true. This could be some sort of a scientific test, and I would fail it. <laughs> Question number four. The actress who took home the Best Actress Oscar for her performance in the film Erin Brockovich is Julia Roberts. You know, as hokey as that movie is at time, it's so well done and she's so great in that. I love it. Yeah, me too. Question number five. The Irish musician who released the albums The Lion and the Cobra and 
I do not want what I haven't got is Sinead O'Connor. Both of those albums were incredible. She was a really special human. I feel like the moment she died, everybody acknowledged it. Well, meanwhile, while she was here, it was a hard existence for her because she just put herself out there, both her individuality as well as her beliefs and whatnot. But I've always admired her. She's incredible. We lost a good one this past year. Uh Uh-huh. Question number six. The professional figure skater who became the first African-American to hold U.S. national titles in ladies' singles figure skating is Debbie Thomas. Question number seven. The U.S. president who appears on the 50-cent coin piece is John F. Kennedy. And just a little fun fact is that when I was a kid, that was my favorite coin because, you know, obviously it wasn't like the normal coin, but also because it's his profile, I always thought that he had a mohawk on it. If you look at it and just think that he has a mohawk, I was oh, like, yeah, sure. who is this real cool punk rock guy? Yeah. Cool prez. <laughs> JFK, not punk rock, it turns out. Amazing. <laughs> Question number eight. The abstract impressionist artist known for his drip technique is Jackson Pollock. See, out of context, that doesn't work, you know. Oh, you know that guy who's known for his drip technique. I'd be like, "Mm, I'm good. (laughs) But I actually really like Pollock's stuff, you know, so. (laughs) So there you go. You like the man's drip. Mm Mm-hmm. Sure do. Moving on to round two. So JFK may not be punk rock, but this next music round sure is. It is called Up Yours and goes out to new patrons Aaron and Sebastian. Hi, guys. I had a lot of fun putting this one together. There's not a stinker in the bunch. Up yours and around the corner, we are stealing all of Mum's safety pins out of her sewing kit so we can stick it to the man with this music round consisting of iconic punk rock songs. You will get a half point for song title and a half point for recording artist. Thank you, Aaron and Sebastian. One.
six. If you wanna make a villain, then you better come in. It's just a villain to that reason that we're so thin. Living and dying and the stories that are true. Sink into a collapse, knowing you're through. Black coat, white shoes, black hat, Seven. the answers for round two up yours song number one was ever fallen in love by buzzcocks song number two was london calling by the clash song number three was welcome to paradise by green day Welcome to paradise. Song number four was Blitzkrieg Bop by the Ramones. Song number five was I Want to Be Your Dog by the Stooges. Song number six was Time Bomb by Rancid. Song number seven was Los Angeles by X. And song number eight was Anarchy in the UK by the Sex Pistols. Fun round. Thanks, patrons. Super fun round. There were so many great songs and great influential bands that did not make this list. It hurt me a little bit. I really wanted to get X-Ray Specs on this list, but no. So the title to this round is a little homage to them. But yeah, some great songs, though. The Clash are one of the best bands ever. I love the Buzzcocks. They are an underrated band. Uh, the fact that they're not just massive and everybody knows who they are is crazy to me. There is actually a parenthetical subtitle to that song, Ever Fallen in Love, and it is with someone you shouldn't have. So you don't have to have that to get that point, but just so you know. Also, I Want to Be Your Dog, classic, Blitzkrieg Bop. I mean, just a really solid list all the way around. So I hope that Aaron and Sebastian enjoyed it as much as I did. Moving on to round three. Round number three is another fun one. You know, I hear from our listeners a lot that we are a favorite on road trips, and that makes sense. Apparently, we help the time go by quickly. But this round in particular goes out to patrons Rich and Rhonda. Hi, guys. This one is called Get Your Kicks. Don't forget Winona. We are hitting the road with this round on the iconic piece of American history, Route 66. Thank you, Rich and Rhonda. Question number one. 
Route 66 was dubbed the Mother Road in what 1939 John Steinbeck novel set in the Great Depression and Dust Bowl. Question number two. A fictional small town on Route 66 named Radiator Springs exists in what 2006 Disney Pixar film? Question number three. Route 66's East End is located in what large city on Lake Michigan? Question number four. Although written by Bobby Troop, a 1961 recording of Get Your Kicks on Route 66 was made popular by what unforgettable jazz singer? Question number five. Route 66 was fully paved by 1938, completed under whose U.S. presidency? Question number six. What U.S. state has a state park named for the iconic highway? Hint, this state's nickname is the Show Me State. Question number seven. What Hollywood film star died in a fatal car accident in 1955 on Route 466, a spur of Route 66? Question number eight. Selling 15-cent hamburgers, what fast food giant opened its first location in 1948 on Route 66 in California? This location is now a museum. We'll give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round three, get your kicks. Question number one. Route 66 was dubbed the Mother Road in the John Steinbeck novel, The Grapes of Wrath. Question number two. Located on Route 66, Radiator Springs was from the Pixar film, Cars. Question number three. Route 66 East End is located in Chicago. Some of Route 66 is well-preserved and busy and looks great, and other chunks of it is just decrepit. Nobody can drive on it. It's pretty interesting. <laughs> That's right. Inconsistent state to state. Uh-huh. Patchy route for sure. Question number four. Get Your Kicks on Route 66 was made popular by Nat King Cole. Or the Nat King Cole Trio. More than two thousand miles all the way get your kicks on route 66 question number five route 66 was fully paved by 1938 completed under the u.s presidency of franklin d roosevelt question number six the u.s state with a route 66 state park is Missouri. 
So we included in the clue that Missouri is known as the show me state. And I could not for the life of me find out why. Yeah, it seems like a very like brassy tagline, the show me state, even a little exhibitionist right there. Right. But then everybody's like, but we won't tell you why. Nobody knows why. <laughs> and show me what? Yeah. This feels non-consensual unless I know what you're showing me, you know? <laughs> Question number seven. The star who died in a car accident in 1955 on Route 466, a spur of Route 66, is James Dean. Super sad. If you are into conspiracy theories and just weird moments in pop culture history, do some research on what happened to the car that he crashed, because it is a trip. Yeah, for real. Question number eight. The fast food giant that opened its first location in 1948 on Route 66 in California is McDonald's. Those burgers aren't 15 cents anymore. Sure aren't. But they should be. (laughs) (laughs) I heard that Taco Bell's prices like randomly went through the roof. People are ticked. Oh, really? Yeah. Dang it. Moving on to round four. Round number four is another patron-dedicated round. This one goes out to Nelson and Sam. Hi, guys. It is called Powder to the People. Hey, all you polecats and snow bunnies. We are hitting the slopes with this round. All about skiing. Thank you, Nelson and Sam. Question number one. Hop on, beginners. What is the name for a gentle ski slope for those with little experience? Question number two. In 2019, what four-time World Cup champion and Tiger Woods ex announced her retirement from the sport due to injuries? Question number three. Cher gave the eulogy after what singer turned congressman died in a skiing accident. Question number four. On what Disneyland ride are the ride operators known as members of a ski club? Question number five. The biathlon at the Winter Olympics combines cross-country skiing with what other sport? Question number six. In 2005, leading ski equipment manufacturer, Ross Signal, was bought by what surf-inspired apparel company that has a name that is a common term for the chemical element with the symbol HG. Question number seven. What is the term for the alpine skiing discipline involving skiing between poles or gates? Question number eight. In 2016, what A-list actress was involved in a ski collision incident that occurred on the slopes of Deer Valley Resort in Park City, Utah? We'll give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. 
Here are the answers for round four, Powder to the People. Question number one. The name for a gentle ski slope for beginners is a bunny hill. That's where I belong if I ever try to ski. You know, I'm not down with the cold temps and the heavy equipment. Yeah, I've never skied. Find me at the lodge bar. (laughs) Chalet, please. Question number two. The four-time World Cup champion who announced her retirement in 2019 is Lindsey Vaughn. I think the only other female skier that has her beat with these championships is Michaela Schifrin. Fun fact there, but it was interesting when she was dating Tiger Woods, especially because it was post his whole scandal. And I kind of was just waiting for her to put a ski pole through his car window (laughs) so that he would have a golf club and a ski pole. Would have been funny. Question number three. The singer turned congressman who died in a skiing accident was Sonny Bono. Total freak accident. Really bizarre, but also just a classy move for Cher to put all of their, you know, differences aside and present a eulogy and whatnot, you know. Yeah, for sure. Because I'm team Cher, not team Sonny. Sorry. Oh, absolutely. Question number four. The Disneyland ride with operators known as members of a ski club is the Matterhorn Bobsleds. And they wear the cutest outfits, very Lederhosen-esque and whatnot. But the Matterhorn is no joke. So you stand in line and, you know, it's all alpine and cute and, you know, yoo-hoo. And then you get on this ride and it hurts the hell out of your back, whips you around, and the Yeti is terrifying. (laughs) It mostly just hurts. (laughs) Question number five. The biathlon at the Winter Olympics combines cross-country skiing with shooting or marksmanship this is so bizarre that this still exists as a competitive (laughs) sport yeah just zip around and then pow pow (laughs) you don't need to do this anymore (laughs) no you do not question number six in 2005 leading ski equipment manufacturer rossignol was bought by quicksilver question number seven The term for the alpine skiing discipline involving skiing between poles or gates is slalom skiing. That seems real hard. Too much dodging and diving. Yeah, I think I'd be really lousy at that. I don't think I have the torso strength, Kelly. (laughs) Question number eight. In 2016, the A-list actress involved in a ski collision incident in Park City, Utah is Gwyneth Paltrow. Okay, so I'm not a big fan of hers. She's just too elitist for me. But her performance in court was pretty amazing. She was hilarious. Oh, so hilarious. I kind of had newfound respect for her. Agreed. And she won, rightfully so. That guy was a tool. Moving on to round five. So as always, round number five is our connection round. It is a series of seven seemingly unrelated questions and answers that are somehow connected. So the answer to number eight will be the connection. And this particular connection round is a special one because the questions were provided by a friend of the show named Barris. Thanks, Barris. He is actually a fellow quiz master. So if you are anywhere in the state of Connecticut, you should check out his trivia. It is called Bar Rated Trivia. There's about six locations every week that present his trivia. Thank you so much to him for providing this content. We hope you enjoy it. 
Question number one. Located in Greece, what wonder of the world was a 100-foot statue of the sun god Helios? Question number two. What Star Wars movie depicted the events leading up to Episode 4, A New Hope, revealing how the Rebels got the plans to the Death Star? Question number three. Originally published in 1939 by Eugene O'Neill, what play follows an alcoholic that gets sober and reveals to his fellow Lushes that he has been on the run for murdering his wife? Question number four. Set during the Cold War era, what Netflix original series follows orphaned chess prodigy Beth Harmon on her quest to become the greatest chess player in the world as she struggles with addiction? Question number five. Originally made for Queen Victoria's 60th celebration in 1897, what dessert is made with rum, sugar, and pitted Bing's atop ice cream. Question number six. Released in 1991, what was the first Disney animated movie to be nominated for the Best Picture Oscar? Question number seven. With a mascot named Biff, what type of carnivorous animal represents the University of Michigan? It's connection time, and question number eight is the connection between the answers for questions one through seven. We're going to give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. And just as a reminder, the bonus anagram will be due at the end of this round. Here are the answers for round five, our connection round. Question number one. The Greek wonder of the world, 100-foot statue of the sun god Helios was the Colossus of Rhodes. This is insane that it was that tall and that it just doesn't exist anymore. Meanwhile, certain people got their trousers in a wad when, you know, just your run-of-the-mill 8-foot statue of Confederate racist jerks got torn down in the past couple of years. Bye-bye. See you later, Splash. (laughs) (laughs) Question number two. The Star Wars movie that revealed how the Rebels got the plans to the Death Star was Rogue One. But how did they get those plans, Kelly? (laughs) I need the Cliff Notes version. Go. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Dang it. (laughs) I don't think I saw Rogue One. I know I didn't, but (laughs) sorry. Question number three. Whoa, Kelly, what was that? If that was you debuting your drip technique, you're going to have to debut it a little bit louder. <laughs> Wrong platform. Ah, dang it. <laughs> Just kidding. In fact, that was a triple tater, which means if you correctly answer this question, you will receive three points instead of one. 
1939 Eugene O'Neill play following an alcoholic on the lamb after murdering his wife is The Iceman Cometh. More drip technique. Just kidding. <laughs> oh, God. Who said that? Gosh, <laughs> gross. Question number four. The Netflix original series centering on an orphaned chess prodigy is The Queen's Gambit. Was a good one. We're fans over here. Yeah, I actually wanted more. I was like bummed that it was a limited series. Yeah, that last episode was just gorgeous. Mm hmm. I wanted like three more seasons. Uh huh. So greedy, you know. <laughs> Question number five The dessert fit for a queen made with rum, sugar, and pitted bings atop ice cream is Cherry's Jubilee. Fit for my fellow gluten-free queens, am I right, ladies? <laughs> <laughs> Even at Thanksgiving, I just eat the guts of the pie on a pile of ice cream. Mm, it's good stuff. Heck yeah, tasty. Friend of the show. Question number six. The first Disney animated movie to be nominated for the Best Picture Oscar is... Beauty and the Beast. Beauty. Question number seven. The type of carnivorous animal mascot representing the University of Michigan is a wolverine. Those guys are ferocious. Scary. Yeah, pretty scary guys. Question number eight. The answer to question number eight is the connection between the answers for questions one through seven. And we had answers like... The Colossus of Rhodes. Rogue one. The Iceman cometh. The Queen's Gambit, Cherry's Jubilee, Beauty and the Beast, and Wolverine. And all of those answers include a character from X-Men. I kind of enjoy that there are a lot of actors in their 40s and 50s portraying these lead roles in these comic book superhero films. I don't really understand why, but I like it. Yeah, but they're buff, man. Yeah, super buff crazy. Before we get to that bonus anagram, it's time to reveal the answers for our November visual round. Last month's visual round was called On Brand and featured celebrity brands. You had to list the female celebrity behind the brand for a point. Image number one was Gwyneth Paltrow. Image number two was Kendall Jenner. Image number three was Rihanna. Image number four was Jessica Alba. Image number five was Kim Kardashian. Image number six was Bethany Frankel. Image number seven was Maria Sharapova. And image number eight was Kate Hudson. Gwyneth Paltrow making a little return to this quiz. That's right. I just want to say that even though I enjoy some of the skinny girl products from Bethany Frankel, I think that that whole marketing campaign is super gross. It is, but unfortunately she makes a good margarita. I know. Even the logo, I'm like, get out of here. I just want to flicker. Totally. <laughs> Returning to our bonus anagram of the week, our bonus anagram this week was soft neon ham. That sounds nasty. I figured this was the centerpiece of your Christmas table. I'm maybe from like a pop art mid-century modern perspective, I'd be all over a soft neon ham. <laughs> Add some glitter. I'll only be serving aspic dishes. <laughs> That's right. It'd be great. I'll be wearing gingham. Okay, sorry. I'm done. Amazing. The question that went with this anagram was, 
What famous 1964 surrealist painting by René Magritte depicts a man whose face is obscured by a green apple? And the answer is the son of man. Soft neon ham scrambles up to be the son of man. Well, that does it for us. Yeah, super fun episode. We hope that everybody has a great week and we will talk to you all again next Tuesday with some more trivia. Thanks for listening and playing along, everyone. Bye. Bye, y'all. Thanks for listening to Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. We hope you enjoyed playing along. If you did, please consider leaving us a five-star review on Apple iTunes to help boost our show ratings and get the word out. We might even give you a shout out on a future episode. Tune in every week for new episodes. We'd love to hear from you if you have any feedback. Our email is triviatimepodcast at gmail.com and our website is triviatimepodcast.com. On our website, you can find a printable PDF scoring sheet, which you can use to play along with every episode. We also have links to past episodes, monthly bonus visual rounds, exciting announcements, and more. Follow us on social media for weekly answer reveals, round reveals, and exciting announcements. This week's background and answer break music was River Tram by Oleksi. This has been a Pick and Shovel production recorded in Long Beach, California and Lawrence, Kansas. Special thanks to our friends, families, and all of our trivia buddies. This episode has been hosted and written by Kelly Sharon and Ricky Lime, edited by Ricky Lime, and features an intro song by Ricky Lime. Until next time, later taters. taters. You know, um, polecats is really just a term for strippers. Yeah, and powder is really a term for cocaine. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. very different vibes. <laughs> Stupid. The 1939 Eugene O'Neill play following an alcoholic on the lamb? On the lamb. What's the lamb? You don't know what that phrase means? What's a lamb? Really? No. It means on the run. Now. Yeah, look it up. Oh, on the lamb. I've never heard that. Okay. Cute. Okay. <laughs>